Welcome to Subculture, a podcast that explores subcultures from around the world. I'm your host and your bread king, Jake Brennan. I'm joined today by fellow foodies, Duana Graham. Hello. Ben Clemens. Hello. And Jacob Abbott. Hello. Oh, it's just painful. <laughs> now, listeners, you may have noticed today that we have a special... ASMR introduction for you, and that is because throughout this episode, we are going to, in the sport of our topic, be continuously eating hot dogs throughout the entire thing. Just as a sort of disclaimer at the start, we are so sorry. We were honestly going to try and segue this at some point into the episode, but it's just too painfully noticeable. But let's strive forward in the name of exploration and for the stuff people have come here for. So guys, have you ever wanted to be really good at eating food? Like, really good. Like, Joe, if you had to pick a single food you were, like, amazing at eating, what would it be? Crisps. Easy. I'm so good at eating crisps. I can eat crisps forever. My my mum used to get these multi-packs of, like, really cheap crisps, and they came, like, with 30 packets, and I kid you not, I have eaten all 30 in one sitting at one point in my oh life. Oh my days! Well, what about you, Jacob? Oh, well... You know what, let's just do something that would make you suffer. How about dry Weetabix? Just something weird. You'd love to be a pro at just eating dry Weetabix. Yeah, because no one else could challenge me. No one else <laughs> would want to challenge you. Exactly, yeah. Just, I mean, your entire body would, like, dehydrate in seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's part of the fun. Well, it's a good thing we've kind of covered that basis, because we're going to be looking at people who are pretty damn good at eating in terms of a very professional standard. As in today's episode, we are going to be looking at Major League Foodies. Ben, you're our guy today. How about you introduce us into the subculture of Major League Foodies? Well, I do apologise, audience. (laughs) Such a stupid idea. Premier League Foodies, the idea of competitive eating. It's one that I have quite a heart for. I I much enjoy eating myself, as do a number of us here on my podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. Here, here. And I thought we wanted to look a little bit more into people who are actually able to make a living out of it. So, when it comes to competitive eating, the first thing you've got to figure out is who actually governs it. There's got to be rules. It's a legitimate thing. Is it Kirby? <laughs> is it what? Is Kirby. It, is it Kirby? What's, what's Kirby? What's Kirby? Oh, come what's on. Kirby? <laughs> what? Jesus okay, Christ, right, no, Kirby, the Nintendo character. This episode is cancelled, and now the episode is about Kirby. <laughs> It's the living equivalent of Vore. Kirby, I didn't realise you were talking about a Nintendo carrier. <laughs> my, my boy Kirby is yeah. my main pick in Smash. I thought oh, Kirby was going to be some some kind of eating board of governors that I wasn't aware of. Some new little government sub-faction that's come about because of Brexit. I don't know. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> no, it, it turns out there is actually a governing body for competitive eating. They are known as the Major League Eating Organization, very much a play on the Major League Baseball, I think. Officially started on the 4th of July, 1916, at Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Who's Nathan? Well, Nathan's is a restaurant, and Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest is a yearly event. It happens every year since 1916, and it is officially the world's biggest hot dog eating contest. So how many people take part, then, if it's the biggest? That's a good question, actually. I didn't have that one at hand. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if it's smaller or larger than the population of Wales. 
That's their phone number. I could call them up and find out. Find out. I like that Wales is a good measure of a subculture. Is it in or out of Wales in terms of size? Yeah, it's a good comparison. While I'm looking this up, someone find out the population of Wales. Population of Wales. It's about two people and the sheep, isn't it? About 3.1 million. And a sheep. Just the one sheep. I can't see three million people being at one hot dog eating festival, I have to say. So maybe it's a bit smaller? Maybe. Mm. Maybe, though. It's an an uncountable amount is all I'm getting from this. Oh my days. Well, let's assume that we're all deep down Premier League foodies. Just some of us are just like really good and other ones of us like pretty shit. So, what does it take to become a major league foodie? Like, you know, I'm assuming just because I'm wolfing down food doesn't mean that I can, you know... So I had a look into this. How would you go about starting a professional career as a major league foodie? Some great tips and tricks. We've all seen the restaurant challenges around the place, I'm guessing. A lot of popular brands do it. A lot of local brands also have started doing their own. Generally, just sit as many restaurant challenges as you can wherever possible. Build a name for yourself. Get your picture up on those walls. Get those free t-shirts. Not only does it get a bit of a reputation for yourself, but it's a great way to find out if you're actually cut out for it. Hmm. YouTube challenges are another fantastic way to go about it. There's a lot of people on YouTube doing different food challenges these days, and go and make yourself part of that community. Get to know people. Go viral. Get out there. (laughs) Go viral. Really, though, the main thing is you need to train. Competitive eating isn't a cakewalk. (laughs) There's a great deal of endurance needed, and there's a lot of tips and techniques that people use. It's not just about eating as you normally would. It's quite interesting to find out about how they physically do it. And you need a lot of practice to do that. A lot of it's endurance as well. But actually, you're probably going to find that the fitter you are, the easier it is. Hmm. Why is that then? I'll tell you why. A lot of competitive eating is actually about how much the stomach can expand. So people with a bit of excess fat, as you'd expect from people taking part in eating competitions, they actually have less room for their stomach to expand. Hmm. So you're better off being thinner. I see. So is this why most of my colleagues can eat like a horse, but I can't even eat a Jaffa cake without putting on them heavy pounds because they are more sort of prime candidates for Major League foodies. Basically, yes. So it's all about having the right body type for it, much like with any other sport. So is it like genetics? Has that got a lot to do with it? Genetics is part to do with it. A lot of people, you know, they feel full at different levels. And a lot of it is getting over that idea of feeling full. Mm. So (laughs) one of the main things that you have to do as a competitive eater is you have to eat quickly, even if it's not a speed race, the quicker you eat, the longer it takes for you to feel full. Aww. It's quite a common thing that you hear people say, you know, the slower you eat your food, you'll feel full sooner and you won't eat as much. You need to do the exact opposite. I mean, I've been wolfing down my food, like, since we started recording, and I feel great. That horrible feeling that's going to probably hit me like a stone brick by the time we get about halfway through. Definitely. What's everyone's tally at so far? Jacob, where are you at? You've been awfully quiet. I assume that's because you've been <laughs> literally just snorting down one hot dog after another. I'm currently I'm one down, halfway through another one, so I'm getting there. I'm pacing myself like Mo wow. We've actually got some nice photos here. Jacob has, in all fairness, four big boys. Mm. Joe, how are you doing with your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven? I've eaten two with rolls, and mm. I've done two extra without the roll. Damn. Jesus. I'm doing well. And Ben, how are you doing with your one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Six down, baby. No way. Jesus Christ, Bread and all. Wow, Jesus. you've been talking loads as well. How have you managed that? 
They call me the machine. This is really not going to be as much of a struggle as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Can I ask you what you're drinking? Because I know normally we have wine. <laughs> Still on wine. Me too. <laughs> That's a very good point about drinking. So I'm currently on a bit of Jameson's. Which oh, is wow. Quite difficult to drink. Now, this is one of the other techniques that Premier League foodies actually use. I believe the actual term for it is dunking. Oh, it's disgusting. It oh. is awful. So you'll see in a lot of competition, they've got very large cups of water next to them. And you're probably thinking, like, surely drinking water is probably counterproductive. It makes less room for the food. Mm-hmm. But what a lot of them will do is they will take their hot dog and submerge it entirely in their cup of water before eating it. What? Okay. And this combines with another technique. It's not about chewing your food and actually eating it. It's just about getting the quantity in as quick as you can. So they're going to bite off mouth-sized chunks and just swallow it. There's no chewing involved. And so by dunking, by soaking the bread, you make the entire thing easier to swallow. Slips right down. It's like coating it in butter. Ugh. I prefer the butter than the water, (laughs) if I'm totally honest. They should use ketchup. It at least would go with the theme of hot dogs. Well, what was your little fact about ketchup, Jacob? Oh yes, well, uh, I was on the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council website earlier. <laughs> you know, as you do, as you do. As you do. And they have the do's and don'ts of hot dogs, and it says, don't use ketchup on your hot dog after the age of 18. So, what? I'm wow. sorry, if you've got tomato sauce on there, you're just a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have something to say about that. And that is, a hot dog without ketchup is something you would find in a world that's not worth living. I like agree. Like a hot dog without a sausage. <laughs> Are you going against the council here? They're the hot dog council. They'll have you killed. Viva la revolution! <laughs> <laughs> but they're really underselling it as well because it says, do lick condiments off your fingers, don't send a thank you note, and don't have wine with it. So it's basically saying Whoa. this is trash. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> doing this all wrong. <laughs> mm. I must say the wine does not help it slip down. Mm. It's the worst drink I could have chosen for this. We tried dunking it though. Oh, don't. Joe, can we get a dunk? No. Can, can we get oh. a dunk? Have you tried I'm... port? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, that does not go well with bread. Oh. Oh, by the way, I had a question with regards to preparing yourself to competitively eat. And that was that I heard it's better if you know that you're going to have to do some competitive eating. You should actually eat more beforehand. It's a myth that you should yes. empty your stomach. It kind of goes back to the reason that competitive eaters you know, can eat so much. is not about just having a large hunger or not eating a lot. It's actually about stretching the stomach out. Ah. So a lot of them will drink gallons of water the days before to stretch their stomach without actually you know, taking in any calories. It's almost like a warm, but like a regular athlete stretching their limbs ready for a big jump. You're stretching your stomach out to make it easier to stretch. I do apologize. It's a bit of, a, <laughs> a bit of bread reflux. Oh my god, it's not the worst grimace episode we've had so far. (laughs) A bit of reflux ain't gonna throw off our audience, guys. Come on. (laughs) See, I prepared in a similar fashion, but not with drinking lots of water. I went to Fazenda last night and ate my body weight in, like, prime steak. Oof. So uh, I'm really prepared for this competitive eating tonight. Exactly. And because your stomach's been stretched out ready, I'm going to take these hot dogs like a breeze. (laughs) (laughs) Now, within our small friend group, Jacob has a very relatable nickname with his Jacob Mountain Man Meals. Because Mm. you, Jacob, do wolf down heavy amounts of food with a metabolism of, like, a thousand men. Am I wrong? (laughs) 
Well, in my defence, I generally don't have breakfast and a small lunch, so I'm just kind of, you know, I'm adding it up throughout the day. But see, this is poor technique if you want to become a professional competitive eater, because you're not giving your stomach a chance to warm up, so you're eating a fair amount of food, but then through the rest of the day, your stomach's going to shrink down again. That's a good point. I should change my entire regime, shall I? Like Rocky, going up the steps. Yeah, you're going up the steps to get hot dogs <laughs> from a little guy in the cart at the top. Hmm. And then gagging up at the top of the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, dogs come out, got to pop that one back on in. Doesn't count otherwise. Some other techniques that they use, and some of these depend on the event you're at. There's another great one that I found called chipmunking. Okay. Mm. I don't know if we want to just take a moment to try and guess what chipmunking is, because it's got a fantastic name. I mean, guys, any thoughts? It's got to have something to do with chewing, right? Or, like, storing something in your cheeks, maybe? Oh, like a chipmunk eating nuts. It's like, no, 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 no. Jacob's hit the nail on the head. It is the act of storing in your cheeks those no. last few bites. Oh. So, a lot of competitive eating competitions, it's not about, you know, how much you swallow and get down. It's about how much is left on the plate afterwards. So, what they'll do is they'll get their cheeks ready, and as that clock's hitting those last few seconds, they will stuff whatever they can fit into their mouth, close their mouth, and that counts. That's gross. No offence intended, but my days... So imagine if you've just eaten a vast amount of food and you've got it stored in there and you've stopped your momentum. How hard must it be then to be like, gotta get these done? Ugh. I would definitely be sick. Especially if they've been dunked in water as well. It'd just be like a big mash in your mouth. It'd be awful. I mean, imagine the metabolism on Major League foodies as well. Just like to be able to sort of eat vast amounts but still maintain a healthy, well, a slimish lifestyle. Because their body's like working a thousand miles an hour. I always imagine the shits. That can't be fun. (laughs) There are some serious dangers you can come into by taking competitive eating. Obviously, you've got the first few choking and obesity, and unfortunately there have been people who have choked to death at these events. It's not a uh, a sport to be taken lightly. Stomach stretching is another one of the serious dangers of competitive eating. Because you're stretching your stomach out so much, and then going through long periods of not stretching it, it puts a lot of pressure on the stomach, and there have been cases where people have actually split their stomach if they've had ulcers or... Oh. Yeah, it sounds horrifying. And you do run the risk of overstretching it, and it just never going quite back, which can cause all sorts of damage yeah, to the digestive system, as you can imagine. And here we are, eating endless amounts yeah, of... Yeah, I know, time. right? I've got nine down so far. <laughs> oh, nine! Nine! Oh my days, Ben. I feel I have to come clean about something, guys. What's that? Oh, I oh. don't have any hot dogs. What? I ill-prepared. I've been literally eating a bag of Warburton's sliced loaf bread. <laughs> Sacrilege. Yeah, I know. Is it easier or harder without the hot dogs? I'm honestly going to say harder because I've just been eating dry bread with wine. Oh. <laughs> At least put some ketchup on it, Jake. No, because <laughs> that doesn't count in the rules. So you've gone for the vegan hot dog option, have you? Where you just have the bread. <laughs> Ultra gluten option, I like to consider it. And it's a lot harder than I honestly thought. I'm halfway through the bag, and I don't feel great. Who's still enjoying <laughs> their food? I'm starting to struggle a bit, but I think it might be the fact that I'm trying to wash it down with copious amounts of Jameson's. <laughs> which is also starting to get quite painful. Oh my god. <laughs> this podcast is just going to end with us all rupturing with vomit. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We've got another half an hour. Think of the publicity, though. If we all die live on air. This does lead me into the last danger, which I think I may be 
in danger of exceeding. But one of the other risks is water intoxication because a lot of them, they will drink large amounts of water to help the process of swallowing. They've got the dunking technique they use, and then they'll actually drink the water as well to basically force down whatever might be in the gullet. Now, I'm doing the same thing, but I've replaced it with Jameson's. So oh, that's like no. a double whammy of oh, my days. way too much. And it's alcohol, so... Mm. <laughs> ben, are you going to have to go to hospital? <laughs> well, I hope you guys are enjoying the last ever episode of Subculture. We're all dead. <laughs> From trying to do a really fun idea that's gone sour. <laughs> hope it's worth it, guys. <laughs> Like, subscribe, comment. <laughs> Press F to pay respects. <laughs> I'm just drinking out of a bottle now. <laughs> so, this did beg on a question whilst I was eating my sliced loaves. Is there other eating competitions besides hot dogs? Or is hot dogs like the industry standard? Yes, well, there's a couple of different types of competitive eating. And the big ones are quantity and speed. So, eating a pizza in the shortest time possible, that's quite a big one. There's a great article that I found about a 13-year-old boy who won a pizza speed-eating competition and won a free TV out of it. Wow. Quantity tends to be the biggest one. It's obviously the most spectacle, you know. Nathan's hot dog eating competition. I believe last year's winner ate a record 72 hot dogs. Jesus Christ. How long? 10 minutes. 72 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh my days. Did he live? He did live. In fact, his name is Joey Chestnut, and he is currently the Major League Eating Organization's number one competitive eater. Last year, you might be surprised to know, he made $200,000 from sponsorships, public appearances, and prize money in his competitive eating career. It's not worth it. It's not enough. Oh my god, he looks so unhappy as he's eating. It's because he's doing it for his job. They always say, never, <laughs> never do what you love for a job. Do you reckon he just... He has days where he's like, you know what, I know I have to eat, but I'm going to treat myself and I'm not going to touch a bit of food. <laughs> I think I've hit the wall here because how long ago was it that I said I'd eaten nine? Because I've now eaten nine and a half and I'm looking at these and I'm not sure I want them. But I'm going to force my way through. <laughs> we've got to. We've got another half of the episode. <sighs> but how about we all take a second to breathe, you know, top of our water, our dunking water. <laughs> <laughs> And to have a bit of a whiz break. How does that sound, Grant? Yeah. That sounds good. Let's go on. Let's get another hot dog in each for, for, for the midway round. I'm go doing on, it. Go, go, I'm go, doing go, it. go. Well, that was a good break, which I immediately regret on this hard journey we're facing together. I'm almost through the bag. <laughs> Is it just me? Or have I gotten quite cold now? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I'm so warm. Oh, the meat. I'm burning. <laughs> so, I have an interesting point to raise here, because Jacob has Hello. just wandered off with a hot dog out of theoretical sight of his computer, not that we can retract <laughs> the legitimacy of this in any way. And this leads me into hot dog contest cheating. Oh, oh, Jacob's a cheater. Wait a second. Did you go feed your hot dog to your dog? No, no, I've still, I've still got it here. I'll, you know, like when you get a book and you kind of make the pages make noises. <laughs> How do you do that with a hot dog? <laughs> Just get real close to the mic. Yeah, repeatedly slap it against your face a little bit. I want to hear that wet, meaty slap, please. I've slapped the bun, so I don't... I can hear that. <laughs> it's there, don't worry. Yeah. I don't know if that's better or worse <laughs> than discovering how much bread is on my spit mic right now. <laughs> That's what it's fair for, though. It's fine. 
to collect my spitty bread. Did anyone else find Jacob slapping the hot dog bun strangely erotic? Mm. Or was that just me? <laughs> I'm not sure about erotic, but very calming. I could listen to that on repeat as I'm going to sleep. <laughs> well, look out for my new podcast, ASMR Bread. <laughs> bread slapping. Bread slapping. Can I take, again, another episode where we've gotten halfway through the show and we've not resulted to penises, despite the endless opening we have to chugging down dogs? Jake, do you want penises? No, but every epi- in the episodes, we can't even reach for the subject. We always find a way. But the one where we're literally talking about people swallowing sausages. <laughs> am, am, I, am I going nuts here? It's too easy. Yeah, we're going against the grain here. Subvert expectations. In my preparation for this episode, I did obviously research penis-eating competitions. <laughs> Wait, what? What does that even mean? It means animal penis. How many animal yeah. oh, penises okay. can you eat? <laughs> wow. I thought you meant just, like, a big orgy. (laughs) That's one way to take it, you know, if you're heading over to Wales. I do apologise to the Welsh, that joke was made in poor taste, but... (laughs) We love the Welsh. I've eaten ten and a half hot dogs, I'm sure you can forgive me. (laughs) You're drunk on meat, are you? I'm drunk on meat and also probably drunk on Jameson's Irish whiskey. (laughs) Not sponsored. Other whiskeys are available. So, penises. (laughs) Unfortunately, I could... (laughs) We're staying on this, then. We are staying on this. Unfortunately, okay. I couldn't find any specific event that was all about eating penises. But I did find some interesting lists about the top ten penises to eat. Oh! Uh, so, so what? let's just go around the group. What would your preferential penis be if you had to eat penis? <laughs> <laughs> do you mean like the most penis or just... If you're on quantity, you could probably go horse. What do you think the tastiest penis would be? Mm. We could go with that. Mm. Mm. What's everyone's penis preference? <laughs> I think a cow would be the tastiest penis. Like a, a bull. They're quite big as well. <laughs> of all the things I've ever thought about, I don't think I've ever thought which is the tastiest dick. Animal <laughs> dick. Come on now. <laughs> well, we're technically animals. <laughs> That's fair. I would happily go for a whale. Cause it's, what? It's Massive. big and meaty. It's like 20 feet. But it means that you can get like steak portions. Oh my god. It'd be like gammon, because it's... I'm assuming there's some extra saltiness involved. You're just going to have filet of peen. Mmm, gammon steak. Amazing. Gammon penis steak. <laughs> gammon penis whale steak. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if I remember right, in Moby Dick, when they actually capture him in the end, they use... I think it's like the skin from around it to make an entire apron. Uh. So there's a lot of meat there. A lot of meat. A lot of meat. I imagine a duck dick would be quite interesting to eat because they're corkscrew-like, aren't they? It's like a turkey twizzler. That's yeah, basically what exactly. a turkey twizzler was, wasn't it? Yeah, a duck dick. Or a kangaroo penis because mm. they're Y-shaped. Would it be better in a bun? You'd have to have a specially designed tri-bun. <laughs> Splits off. <laughs> that would be a very interesting and very... <laughs> very sort of... What's the word? Sorry. Um... Not convoluted. What are... I've just been eating so much bread, I can't think of words. <laughs> You're bread high. I am bread high. I think it's just all the gluten in it is just finally kicking in. And all the sort of energy is buzzing along with the port. Um, controversial. Yes, sorry. Controversial competition of how much animal penis you can eat. Well, I guess with kangaroo, because it's on I'm a Celebrity, you know you can actually eat them. Because celebrities do. Because Anton Deck said you could. Is that good enough for... What's his face from the Happy Mondays? It's good enough for me. <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ. Are there many animal dicks that you shouldn't eat because they're poisonous? Ooh. 
Mm. Oh, that's a good question. Audience, you'll have to let us know which penises should we not eat. Tweet in. Unfortunately, audience, I have to confess, I wasn't able to find what the tastiest penis would be. Because whenever I attempted to find it, I just end up on articles such as 13 women tell us what penis tastes like. Oh. The 20 best foods for your penis. So I know a lot about having a healthy penis now. No, that's good. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. It's it's men's health. Number one is spinach, by the way. (laughs) Oh, really? I would have thought, like, pineapple. Huh. I think it depends what sort of... So spinach will obviously help the blood flow and stuff like that. But pineapple allegedly does improve the flavor. It depends what you're going for, I suppose. Hmm. Do both. Wonderful. I'm just imagining, you know when Popeye, where his forearms get massive? Oh my days. (laughs) (laughs) That's his dick! But would it kind of just, like, bulk at the end? Like, in proportion to his, like, how his arms are broken? (laughs) It'd sort of end up, you'd see the spinach travel along it, and then it would end up quite bulbous in the middle, I imagine. Oh, no. For her pleasure. Oh, no, I, not for his, though. I'd freak out if that happened to me. Do you think he's got an anchor tattooed on his penis? Definitely. His penis has a bicep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ben, you, you have a small collection of interesting videos you want us to watch. Mm, I do. <laughs> Let's segue into that. So, what's up first? We'll go for Jacob's two submissions, because I think that really sets the tone. So, here we have a man... Eating mayonnaise-drenched pancakes off of his own stomach, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh. What's his name, may I ask? Okay. <laughs> okay, so the title of this audience is Mayonnaise-Drenched Pancakes Destroyed by King Ass Ripper. So, we're going to watch this here, and we're going to critique his methods, his, his technique, based on what we've learned so far. Can we take a slight pause in the eating? Because I feel this is not going to go down well, or is eating advised? If I stop, I won't start again. I'm continuing. <laughs> okay, let's... Okay. Ooh, oh. Okay, so man has currently gotten what I can describe as 40 to 50 pancakes, and he's literally uploading the entire bottle of mayonnaise onto it. You need to hear his voice. He's quite let's the guy. Let's have a little here. It's erotic. Mm. I think it's supposed to be. That's the thing. Oh. Mm. So he's got the showmanship. He's got a video that can go viral here. Oh no, he's adding sauce? He's adding extra sauce, which will help it go down probably. What sauce is that? That's mayonnaise and syrup, yeah. Yeah, simple syrup and mayonnaise! Mm. Can I just say as well, he has a very dirty ripped shirt as well. Yeah, he could definitely do with investing in some better... Maybe something branded, something to promote him as a brand. (laughs) Oh, is the noises I don't like. The noises really make it. Number three, ha ha ha. I'm not trying to judge this man, but unfortunately he's making me feel really ill right now. It's hard to watch while eating so many hot dogs. It's the wiping up, the mayonnaise. Or the lack of wiping it, because it's all over his shirt. Oh my god. This is clearly a fetish video. Ben, have you secretly just given us a weird eating fetish video? This is rich from Jacob, don't blame me for this one. Oh, and he's lifting up his shirt. Ah, wonderful. Okay. Okay. I feel this man is a poor representation of the foodie community. Wait a minute, he's, he's great. We'll have a quick look at Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yes, yes please. Now this looks a lot more official. There's actually a crowd. It's yeah. not in someone's basement. Oh, they've got hats! Oh, I like the hats! Little hats that are hot dogs. Wow, this is the first subculture we've had that has dedicated hats, which I'm very keen on. Can we get some sometime? Oh... Look at the graphics they've got going. They've got a counter down at the bottom. This is a professional competition. It is. It's on ESPN. 
Oh, they're going. Oh, there's our boy. He's just... Oh, That's Johnny oh, Chestnut right in the middle there. <clears throat> really? Oh, Johnny. He's doing well. Of course, the guy who's the best at eating has a food in his name. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, everyone has to keep an eye out for the little old man who's just down the row from him. Who's like eating those hot dogs like a motherfucker. It's impressive. <laughs> oh my god, it's the left of him. Oh, yeah, there he goes. Three to the left. I will actually say one criticism I do have of the uh, Major League Eating Organization. There's an awful lack of nicknames in like their top champions. Out of the top 20, only one of them has a nickname in his name. Really? The Locust. <laughs> uh, that's quite a badass nickname. <laughs> Oh, actually, I take it all back. It looks like they do have nicknames, they just weren't officially printed on the document that I saw last time. So this is Joey Jaws Chestnut. We also have Patrick Deep Dish Bertoletti. Takeru Tsunami Kobayashi. Yeah, so these are some pretty good names. It's the moments where you look and there's just, like, liquids coming out of their mouths. I'm yeah. saying that's the water they're dunking it in. It's so homoerotic. It is. It really is. They're shoving those dogs right into mm. their mouths. God, seeing all the water fall out of their mouth is so vile. That's it, guys. Twelve. I've done twelve. Wow! Oh, my days. Well done. That's amazing. Well done. I'm proud and disappointed. Well, taking away from the, uh, what I'm going to throw into the, the mainstream foodies, Ben, you've got some other people like, off the circuit, if I'm right. Well, not so much off the circuit, but again, a lot of these people all have their own independent channels. They're building a brand, as a lot of sports competitors do. So the next one here I have, the next video, is Matt Stoney, who is personally one of my favourite YouTubers. And this is him setting a world record on Peeps. Now, he's done the Peep Challenge a few times on his personal YouTube channel. If we don't know what a Peep is, a Peep is a small marshmallow duck. I think I could do this. I love Peeps. This scares me, because it's the amount of sugar that I think is in a single Peep. Mm. Yeah. I think it would hurt your teeth. Look at him go. Just like a gobble sip, gobble sip, gobble sip. That's amazing. That trophy of Peeps there reminds me of a quote where it's a guy talking about the after effects of competitive eating and what happens in the bathroom. Mm. Oh. I have to quote here. Using a large bowl and a bag of marshmallows, he demonstrates what exactly happens in the toilet once he's finished. The toilet bowl gets full and it gets to the point where it starts to overflow and it just starts spewing out and then it no. becomes a little problem sometimes. No. He said, as he piled the marshmallows into the bowl. You must have a very consistent toilet regime to mm. handle this. Because I imagine it's kind of like like a sort of a blue tits where food comes in and instantly it just comes out again. Mm. Yeah. He's up to a hundred peeps now. I'm feeling sleepy just looking at this. Well, <laughs> mm. that's just brine poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit scared to look up how much of my daily intake of salt I've just eaten. Oh my oh god. Oh my days, oh my days. Powering on. Jacob's little story actually takes us quite nicely into our next video, which is one that I've known about for a little while. This is some amateurs trying to do a food challenge themselves. The start of this video is an honest attempt to eat a five-pound gummy bear. The end of this video is pretty much exactly what Jacob just described. So at this point, he's 49 minutes in to eating <coughs> the giant gummy bear. He's eaten oh the days. head only. Oh, it looks so dense. No wonder he's struggling so much. And I would say, watching this, it seems like quite a fun thing we could try at some point. Maybe we should get a five-pound gummy bear each and see how well we do. I like how you say, this looks Ugh. like it's fun, and then immediately he's just in pain. 
Gagging. <laughs> After rushing to the bathroom, it annotates. Oh no, why, why? Don't take the camera in. Just wait, it's coming. Oh! It's coming. Oh no, it's just held up pure orange and pink and red. I'm going to take another bite of hot dog while I'm watching this, by the way. <laughs> so next up, I'm going to just give you a little taste of what cheating in Nathan's hot dog eating competition looks like. So we're going to see them actually using the dunk technique quite aggressively. And you can see he's eating and he's drinking. What they actually found out he was doing was because the cups are not transparent and apparently he had some kind of milk or juice in there, as he was drinking, he was spitting his hot dog buns back into the cup and hiding them. Which you can actually see if you skip ahead to 11.25, there's a lovely little still frame of what that looks like. Oh no, I don't want to see that. But at the same time, you're clicking there all the same, I'm sure. 11.21. No! That's not okay. This isn't the classiest of sports, is it? (laughs) Going into history and mythology just ever so briefly, what I discovered was that I was lied to in my childhood. The Romans never ate until they were sick. That is a pop culture lie that was perpetuated in my youth. Did you all hear the same thing? No. No. Have you never heard of this? So there was this whole thing about how the Romans had a room in buildings called the Vomitorium. And there was this whole myth that was going around that what this actually was, was they would have extravagant buffets and eat until they were sick, and then they'd go back and eat some more. It turns out that all of that was a lie, and I'm a little bit disappointed in the Romans because of it. Oh, maybe that's something we can introduce in our own Premier League leading... Oh my days... Premier League eating contest. The bread is getting to me, guys. <laughs> it's, it's understandable <sighs> at this point. Um, some other fun facts. We have a 13th century Norse mythology of an eating competition that pits Loki against one of his servants. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but I would really like to see Tom Hiddleston taking part in a uh, Marvel-themed eating competition. <laughs> and in case you're wondering about you know, who came out on top there, it was Loki versus one of his servants. And the servant won by eating the plate. Take that, Loki. Wow. I mean, the man can literally just pretend to eat. He's got, you know, illusion powers. That would be cheating. We've all learned about cheating today. You just don't do it competitive <laughs> eating. It's very unsportsmanship-like. Well, I feel those are some strong words to go by, and I think a good way to cap off this episode before I die a little bit more inside. So, overall consensus on, on Major League foodies. Guys, would we do it? Joe. No. Does it seem like your jam? <laughs> no. Jacob, do you reckon you could go for a bit more? Um, bless them for doing what they want to do, but I'm quite happy not doing it. Ben? Honestly, I don't feel like I could do it. 12 hot dogs was about my limit. I was way over time here. However, seeing, you know, that you can make a decent living off it, I mean, Joey Chestnut, $200,000 for eating. That seems like a life that I would love to have. Yeah, uh, hats off to Joey and all those who can just gobble down all them dogs. But I think with that, I think it's a good place to end it there. So thank you all for joining us and listening to us have some really painful digestive problems throughout the entire episode. (laughs) This is us dipping our toes into ASMR. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm just going to stub one last slice of bread into my cheeks. What's everyone else's final tally while he's stuffing himself? I got to three... A hot dogs in rolls plus another three without rolls. Ooh. So six. No, my math is wrong because I've eaten so many hot dogs. 
I've eaten ten. No, eight. Eight hot dogs. Eight hot dogs. Eight actual dogs, but only three with buns, yeah. How about you, Jacob? I feel like I've let my own side down here. I've done four with buns, and that's it. And Ben? Twelve. Twelve, and I don't think I'm going to eat another hot dog for the rest of the year. (laughs) Well, I've just finished off the last slice of an entire loaf, and I feel like I've cheated the system a bit. Crusts and all? Crusts and all. Right. (laughs) <laughs> oh my Christ! What so... is this episode? What have we done? About <laughs> calories, about salt and Why carbs. Why did you do this to us, Ben? It's literally just an excuse to eat loads of hot dogs. Any excuse is a good excuse. Um, <laughs> with a subcultured border tourism, we apologise for this message. We really do. We really do. <laughs> to sleep now I think Ugh. for a million years oh my god well oh, that was an experience <laughs> I'm joking I only got halfway through the bag my days I'm kill- I'm dying here, are we still recording do we have that on tape we have no. it on tape no. 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 <laughs> that's the end line we got ya shit <laughs>